0: Pretty good. A little dark. Let's see. Gotta get this light. How's that? It's a little harsh. I gotta redo my lights here in my room. Mm. Okay. Our topic today is survival. Personality traits of survival. Let me move the light. One second. Mm-hmm. I think that's all right. How's that look? That looks pretty good. Okay. I'm back. (laughs) All right. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. Join my VIP program. Speak English fluently. Speak English powerfully. Speak English confidently. When you join my VIP program, you join today. You commit. You don't quit at EffortlessEnglishClub.com EffortlessEnglishClub.com Speak fluently so you can travel the world. You can pass the TOEFL or the IELTS. You can do anything and everything you want with English as a VIP member join today at effortlessenglishclub.com and yes you'll still get that at free bonus as well so join today you can try for only one dollar effortlessenglishclub.com okay what was I saying oh yeah survival <laughs> Continuing with the theme. I don't know. It's the coronavirus theme, right? Um, Continuing with our theme of survival. I think it's just a good opportunity to talk about um, panic, survival, disasters, crises. You know, like crisis uh all these kinds of things because this is a great opportunity because right now the media is in you know overdrive we say like the the media is going crazy trying to get fear 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 like right? they're pushing fear so hard right and they do this constantly and they're really doing it extra right now so it's a good time to address that because fear you know fear is the mind killer right fear will destroy your happiness fear will make you do foolish things so it's a great idea to talk about survival I'm gonna discuss a little section from one of Cody Lundin's books again Uh, this time I'll be discussing the uh, the outdoor survival book which is called I don't know I'll look it up I can't remember (laughs) 98 point what is it called 98.6 98.6 Degrees, The Art of Keeping Your Ass Alive. Nice title. <laughs> All right. But uh, I'll be ta- talking about chapter seven, What It Takes to Stay Alive. Common, powerful, personality patterns for peak survival, survivor performance. Some alliteration there, lots of P's. But basically, what, ki- what kind of general attitudes or personality patterns characteristics, traits do you need to survive a disaster to survive a crisis? Of course, now he's talking about being, you know, lost outdoors in the wilderness. How do you survive that? But these ideas are also useful for any kind of crisis, even something less serious. Um, So they're just overall good uh, attitudes to have whenever things are very difficult in your life. And they even help with your English honestly so we'll talk about that so these and, and I kind of think of these things these are the antidotes of fear right so it's natural we feel afraid at different times afraid and upset how do we deal with that well this is kind of these are the things it's like the medicine okay that will help us overcome that fear the worry the panic okay so I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'll share my screen if you're watching on video. And I'll come to the comments and questions I'll come back to in a minute. All right, what does it take to stay alive? Here, here are the common personality traits he mentions. Number one, the ability to keep calm, calm and collected, which same idea. Uh, calm, to stay calm. This is important. So. It's normal to be afraid. It's normal to get upset. We've seen this in The Hobbit (laughs) in our book club, right? Uh, That Bilbo again and again and again gets upset and he gets afraid. But we can also see Bilbo stays calm during those moments. He somehow manages to calm down, right? Like when he's lost by himself under the mountain, he doesn't just cry and go crazy. He's really afraid, but he, he stays calm. So this is important. And maybe this is the first step, you know, in most... Difficult situations because it's quite normal in life when we have a very tough situation that first all that emotion comes up. Maybe it's fear or some other strong emotion. We get really upset and then we kind of lose our ability to think clearly. So, often the very first thing we must do is calm down. We must become calm, right? We can't make good decisions until we're calm. We can't find solutions until we're calm. You know, in in a outdoor, in a serious situation like he's describing in this book, you know, you can't survive unless you're calm. If you panic, if you're lost in the mountains for days, if you panic, if you get upset, if you get emotional, you probably will die. Right? And that's what he's talking about. But it's also true in our just normal everyday life. Like maybe you lose your job, right? You lose your job. And of course, you might panic at first. What am I going to do? Oh my God, how do I pay for things? And so it's very natural. All these big, strong, powerful emotions will come up. So the first thing we have to do is to stay calm, to understand that learning how to be calm, to calm down in tough situations is very important, right? And I had this, I had to deal with this last year, last year with my baby boy uh, when he was first born. And he had super serious health problems and uh, very good chance he would have died. And I knew that he there was a good chance he was going to die. And, uh, you know, my first reaction, of course, man, I just I'm freaking out, ah, right? I'm just completely overcome, like overwhelmed by emotion, fear and worry and upset and sadness and all of this just like, you know, completely Uh, super super emotional I couldn't think I couldn't sleep right I mean I went days and days and days with no sleep Um, I I was a mess I was a disaster right but I couldn't but I I finally realized I I gotta calm down I have to calm down because he needs me to make decisions and take actions to save him right and so to be sure he gets what he needs to survive. So I had to, you know, and I just, uh, you know, I finally, I remember I was just, I just, I went into the shower (laughs) and I turned on the water and I sat on the bottom of the shower just with the water on me and I just sat there uh, and I tried to breathe more and more deeply. I tried to calm down and it it took a while and eventually uh, I calmed down. I just focused on the water and I just, you know, finally just let the emotion you know just kind of wash away and i calmed down and then i just got more clear and i just then i could think and once i could think then right then i started following these some of these other steps so that's number one but you got to calm down if you can't calm down you can't think clearly and you're in a bad situation so number one calm down two According to Mr. Lundeen here. The ability to improvise and adapt. Indeed. Improvise and adapt. And I'll go back to my screen here. What does that mean? Improvise and adapt. Right? There's a famous military saying, improvise, adapt, overcome. It's one of my favorites. I love it and i'll say this to me i said this repeat this to myself sometimes (laughs) when i need having a hard time so improvise adapt it means to um be creative be flexible right because this is another thing sometimes in a crisis in a tough situation in a unknown situation we don't know what to do right? it's, It's unknown. It's not something we have done before. So we have to become very creative, right? Sometimes we have to be creative. We have to improvise. We just have to think of an idea and just try it. We don't know if it'll work or not, but we have to just start thinking of ideas and just trying stuff and be very flexible. Okay, again, with my son, I had to do this. I didn't know what to do. I had no idea. It was the most stressful uh, event in my life, and I had never had any experience like that. I did not know what to do. I was not a doctor. I'm not a doctor still. (laughs) Um, So I just finally had to start thinking of ideas and trying them. Okay, so improvise and adapt. And again, like Mr. Lundin is saying here in this book, same idea, you're out in the mountains, you've got no food, you have no tent, you've got nothing. How It's getting cold, night is coming. How are you going to survive, not freeze to death? Well, you might have to get very creative. Maybe you dig a hole in the ground and you sleep in the hole and you you fill the hole with leaves and then you, you get in there and you stay warm. Right? You might have to get creative and flexible and try different things just to survive. So the ability to to improvise and adapt, to, make, to just try lots of different things. Okay, this next one is also very important, kind of connected. The ability to make decisions. This is a big one. This is a very important one. Because what can happen is, in a crisis, is that people are afraid to... If, if, if you're too afraid, then you're afraid to try anything, right? You start to think of all the bad things that could happen. Maybe I should do this. Oh, no. But what if it fails? Maybe I should do this. Oh, no. It might fail. I see this with entrepreneurs all the time. People who want to start a business. But then they never start. Why? Because they can't make decisions. They're too afraid of making the wrong decision. They're afraid of making the wrong decision, They're not sure exactly what to do, so they never decide, they never start, right? Again, like with my son last year, I didn't know exactly what to do, but I finally had to just decide. I had to uh, improvise and think of ideas, and I was like, all right, I'm trying this one, and then this one, and then this one, and then this one, and then I just did it. And uh, actually, the first few things we tried did not work and i got upset again and had to calm down and then try the next one try the next one just keep going keep going keep making decisions and taking actions very 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 important you can't get stuck right this is um there's a this can happen when you get overwhelmed in a tough situation there's a lot of emotion you can kind of freeze and you don't do anything right bad really bad take actions make decisions and take actions Okay, next on Mr. Lundin's list, the ability to endure hardships. I think this is pretty obvious. You have to be able to keep going. You have to be able to endure pain, suffering. It might be emotional pain, like last year for me, it was emotional pain. Um, If you're in the mountains or in the desert or something trying to survive, it might be physical pain, right? You might be dehydrated. You might be hungry. You might be injured. And you have to be able to handle that pain and keep going. Okay, I'm gonna skip the next one because it's more about groups but um I think this the the one after that the ability this is a nice little way to think the ability to hope for the best and prepare for the worst hope for the best and prepare for the worst. That's a nice kind of mindset to have in life but especially in hard times and tough times so. If you only do one, it doesn't work so well. If you only hope for the best, it's not so good because what if the best doesn't happen, then you feel terrible and your your emotions drop and it's not good. Um, if you prepare for the worst that's good you're getting ready for the worst but then your thoughts can become too negative and your again your emotion will drop you become depressed this also is bad during a hard time so you kind of need the balance of both on one hand you think about the worst situations and you plan for them and you prepare for them, right? That's why in survival for disasters, you know, you have food in your house enough for three months and you, got, you have all these things I talked about this week. You're preparing for the worst. Of course, you don't want the worst to happen, but you're preparing for it. But then on the other side, you hope for the best, of course, right? You also have a positive attitude and you think, okay, probably I don't need to survive three months without food. Probably it's going to be okay. I don't need to be afraid all the time. It's nice. And then finally, and I like this one, and I kind of was doing this yesterday naturally myself, the ability to maintain a sense of humor right build the ability to laugh and uh, this is uh, i agree with this because it this helps your mindset it helps your emotions so much when you're under a lot of stress because in a in a survival situation in a terrible crisis in the situation i had with my son last year um you are under a lot of stress right you're feeling a huge amount of stress that's it's natural and you can become completely exhausted. You have to be able to release that stress somehow. You have to be able to get it out, you know, so you, it's kind of like, you know, if it builds up too much, you're going you're gonna to break, right? You're going to become totally exhausted. So you have to be able to get it out. And there's two good ways to get it out. One is you can just, you know, you can cry. and just, ah, uh, right? And some people do that. That's okay as long as you don't do it forever, right? Cry for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, get it out and then you're okay and keep going but probably even better is laughter even black humor right is the ability to laugh about the situation and release that tension release all that stress right and like I said even black humor you'll notice you'll see this in like war movies about you know that the soldiers, of course, they're, it's, they're in a huge amount of stress. They might get killed and die. The situation's terrible. And they're joking. They're kind of joking about death. They're joking about the horrible situation. Why are they doing that? They're releasing that stress, right? The laughter, the humor releases the stress. So I agree with this one. You know, it's like yesterday I was laughing about the coronavirus when someone, I think it was Alaman Ali was talking about, you know, in the coffee shop, somebody coughed and then everybody thought coronavirus and they're all leaving the coffee shop and, you know, it's just, I thought it was really, really funny. But it's good. We should laugh about it. We need to laugh about the coronavirus. You need to laugh about it. Does it mean it's not serious? I don't know. But um, it's good to laugh about it. Release the fear. Release the tension. Get it out. You got to keep a sense of humor. So even if you're in the mountains and you have no food and it's getting cold, try to make some jokes about it. Try to keep your mood lighter. Release the stress so you can keep your mind clear. So many, you know, all of these things are about keeping your mind clear, continuing to make decisions and move forward but to do that you have to manage your emotions because it's the emotions that get us it's the emotions that overwhelm us the fear the worry the stress that's what breaks us and causes us to just stop and quit and that's when we die or fail terribly or what or suffer a lot or whatever right so that's what we must avoid we must avoid that in all these kinds of situations All right, let's get into questions and comments now. I think that covers my thoughts pretty well. I think that, uh, and thanks to Mr. Corey Lundin. his great book. Get his book, 98.6, How to Keep Your Ass Alive by Cody. I always say Corey, (laughs) but his name is Cody with a D, -D C-O-D-Y. Lundin is his last name, L-U-N-D-I-N, Lundin. He's an interesting guy if you've ever seen the show on Discovery Channel. I think it's Discovery Channel animal planet anyway he's a very interesting guy but get his get his book nice books two books both good okay then let's go back up into comments and questions live we are live on youtube we got a lot of people today can anyone tell me when aj usually does the show i think i'll be doing it around this time every night again seems to be working so knock on wood hopefully what's the meaning of survival not dying (laughs) that's the actual meaning not dying that's what survival means (laughs) What's going on with your process of learning Japanese? Right now, nothing. Totally focused on my uh, babies, especially my son. He's got a lot of therapy. I'm learning a lot, and we're doing a lot with him. So I had to drop Japanese for a while. But my children are more important. Okay. You look like an old man. Yeah, I do. I've got the old beard. My beard's white. I'll shave my beard next week. Hello from Georgia, the country. High sweetness, Mitra. Yeah, Bertamani, I like this comment. Eberdemani22 says, Surviving all the propaganda and ideology is the best ever. I am young, yet I woke up early. Good for you, man. (laughs) And found out about all the lies and terror they reign over us. Thanks to you, man. Well, that's very nice. Thank you. First of all, nice use of English. I like it. The terror they reign over us. That's kind of poetic. Um, It's well written. But, uh, you know, it's great because I did not wake up at a young age. I woke up uh, in middle age. <laughs> and when I was young, I was pretty clueless. So good for you. I'm happy for you. You saved you some pain, I hope. Yeah, so like Lolly Lolly says, I think the economic repercussions will be terrible. I think that's mostly what the coronavirus is about, is trying to wreck the economy. Um, But don't fear that either. Lolly Pop says, I saw your alchemist chapters. Really good. I love your way of explaining the story. Thank you. Um, I don't know how to keep calm when I'm living in the center of the coronavirus area I really panic stay calm first of all you should know that it's probably very 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 exaggerated okay this is that the media is creating it's absolutely exaggerated I mean I think President Trump had a great tweet comment about it and he's you know he was showing the the actual numbers of how many people have died compared to how many people die of the normal regular flu and the coronavirus is a tiny tiny percent but the media doesn't talk about the normal flu we're not all afraid of the normal flu so just chill out man be prepared and then relax that's my advice be prepared then relax and be and joke about it have a sense of humor uh, Cody Lundeen is correct. Scott Anderson, me too. Simp- is it simplify writing or simplify like the Marines? Simplify always faithful. And I'll get back to you, Scott. I know you're about the your podcast that you're going to do on the weekends. Uh, um, anyway just get get started send me the information if you have a schedule of when you're doing it I'll be happy to go ahead and start promoting it on gab and social media get people you know if they want to come check out your podcast and then uh, and then we'll I've, I'm not haven't been doing any interviews recently I'm gonna try to restart soon so we'll I'll, I'll eventually do an interview with you about your podcast yeah Mingma excellent. If I need to be calmed down, I do meditation. Meditation is superb for that. Now, the problem is sometimes it's a bit hard to meditate when you're really, really emotional and upset, at least for me. Like I find it very hard, let's say, if I'm super emotional about something, any emotion, angry, uh, sad, uh, worried, afraid, whatever. um, I find it hard to sit down and just be calm and still. Uh, So what I find is that I go for a walk first. It kind of burns off some of that extra emotional energy. Then I sit down. So I kind of try to do kind of a walking meditation first. That action, the movement helps my mind calm some. And then I can sit. So that's, but some people can just sit. Very nice. Tolbeck says, I get lots of benefits from your lessons, uh, and my students do too. We do our best to spread your lessons in our area. Great. Please promote Effortless English. It's very helpful. Thank you. <laughs> yeah well Sarah's got a good point in some situations you don't have enough time to be calm make a decision immediately and take action well that's true if something's happening like boom 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 right now really fast um, you might just have to take action don't worry about being calm but some in those when things happen really fast sometimes you don't have time to be afraid you know, or you don't have time to, to get too emotional because it's so fast you have to react So that that is actually a good point like if there's a fire in your house you just have to run out of the house or put the fire out right there's no time to be get get emotional and get upset You, you just have to run and take care of the fire as fast as you can Oh, yeah, like, oh, you're a Sherpa. Mingma's a Sherpa. Well, he knows about the mountain survival much better than I do. In the mountains, there comes many obstacles in the way. Last time I was with my client, we lost our map in the glacier. Oh, no. Finally, we did it. My client cried. I was so emotional that uh, I brought I brought your lesson again. Oh, you're a, I, I just noticed in your name, Sherpa. I mean, famous, the most famous mountaineers in the whole world. Uh, impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the biggest mountains in the world, the Himalayas. That's some serious mountains, guys. <laughs> so, Mingma, that's cool. Good for you. So you really have to know about this stuff. The, re, that's real outdoor survival you're dealing with. Much tougher than anything I've ever had to... Any environment I've been in. I've been in the Himalayas, but just in the low part. Fabiano says, how concerned are you about the coronavirus? Uh, not very concerned. I was in the beginning. I'll admit, I was when the first reports were coming out. But the more I've looked into it, the less concerned I am. And I'm prepared now. So I got prepared just for the, you know, like Cody Lundin says, I'm prepared for the worst, you know, like, it's some huge, horrible thing. So we're pretty much prepared for that. And now that we're prepared for that, and now I realize it's not the worst case scenario, okay? It's not as bad as the media saying so I'm I'm pretty relaxed now not worried yeah and Ruslan has a good point and I think this would be one to add to the list that of Cody Lundin's list faith keeps fear away period absolutely so there's also that just a faith a strong faith at the lowest level that would be a faith in yourself that just somehow you will figure it out you don't know how but you will and of course at the highest level would be a faith in god and those two would certainly um be antidotes right go against fear so yes we should add those to the list faith amir says how do you avoid or control that negative overwhelming emotion I can only tell you what I do, you know, like I, I can't avoid it, it comes, it definitely, I'm like Bilbo, you know, <laughs> so, uh, you know, like like I said, thinking back to last year, it was the worst in the stress I've ever had in my entire life, uh, not even close, so I couldn't avoid it, I mean, I was miserable and, and panicking for a while and it was really bad, um, so avoiding it, no way could I avoid it. Uh, I didn't even really control it but what I did is I kind of finally I just let it out you know uh, kind of ah, you know just not, not screaming but just you know I kind of I just felt it and, and I felt crazy and, and horrible and then I just you know like there's just a voice in my head somewhere that said you have to deal with this right and then I realized I had to calm down because it wasn't for me it wasn't for me it was for my son and so I was like, you know, basically I just thought, well, fuck my emotions, okay? It doesn't matter. My emotions are irrelevant, not important. I need to do something. And so I calmed. that's how I calmed down. I mean, I was still stressed. <laughs> I was still super stressed. I still didn't sleep much, but uh, I was able to keep going. Yeah, Scott Anderson is quoting... It's, a, it's, a, it's actually a military saying but they used it in the movie Heartbreak Ridge with Clint Eastwood improvise adapt overcome I believe the Rangers use that as well okay a few more So how much time? Yeah, I got time for a few more. Greetings from Russia. Hey, Alex. Good to see you. Thank you. Good to see you, Siracha, as well. Konnichiwa, mingma. Thank you. Yeah, Sarah says, I'm very calm in this coronavirus situation. Not afraid at all. I don't listen to the media. I don't go to the crowded places. I just go for a walk in the park and listen to you. Yeah. It's a nice time to chill out, relax. You know, don't... Right. Just, if you want to be rational about it, since we don't know, you know, avoid big, closed uh, public gatherings like meetings and... But you can still go outside, go for a walk outdoors, keep yourself healthy, and relax. You'll be okay. What happened to the days when you decide to not eat? asked Jose. Oh, I just finished a fast. Uh, two days ago, I had a forty-eight hour fast. I'll probably do another one again soon. But I'm still doing fasting. A Few people saying I look good in the beard. Don't shave. I'll pro- I'll grow it again. I'll probably shave it for the summer and then grow it again when it gets cold again. That's tends to. Be, it's usually what I do. Yes, I eat. Exactly. I think pray, praying is the basic action you can do during tough situations. I did this last year during that hard time. that also helped. It did help a lot. It's the best way to calm down your mind and emotions and contact the most powerful one in this world. I agree. That's also excellent, excellent advice. And yes, I, I should have mentioned that because that is probably the main thing I did that really helped. So yes, pray. If everything seems hopeless, pray. It'll help you calm down and keep going and find some kind of faith and power. Thank you for r- reminding me of that. Vladislav, good to see you. Kasia, nice to see you. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to jump to the bottom. Bar- okay, here we go. Not, we're not too far Yeah, like easy, uh, easy and Fun English says, uh, just avoid the media much better. People here in Korea get panicked. No schools, no work for the teachers. It's really annoying. Yeah, that's right. Don't panic. Right? There's no need to panic. There's no school in Japan, but nobody's panicking here. Nobody seems very upset or anything. I think the kids are all happy. <laughs> and uh, eh, the Japanese, you know, they... um. Japanese just wear those little face masks a lot of not everybody but a lot of people and that's it nobody seems too upset yeah like Ahmad says be be comfortable with the uncomfortable that's my unique philosophy about when I get stuck it's a nice way to say it yes Uh, let's see oh Muhammad Rahmani says there's a nice book called The Peaceful Warrior by Dan Millman it's a nice book I've read it it's been a long time but it teaches how to get out of darkness Hmm. Uh, Ad- Adikari says uh, there's a scarcity of masks in Thailand yeah um, I think in Japan I don't know if there is or not I'm not wearing a mask, but um, how can we be safe? You'll be safe. I think Thailand too, uh, from what I've been reading online and and finding out uh, heat and humidity, like wet and heat, kill this virus uh, pretty well. So I don't think Thailand's going to have much problem. (laughs) Thailand's going to be fine. Especially uh, next month in Thailand, it's going to be extremely hot. So, no worries, guys. Yeah, Cole Robinson says drink pee to cure coronavirus. I don't know about that. I I have to watch that video. But yes, I know he does. I'm a little uh, skeptical about that one still. Yeah, like here's someone else. Digged egg says, "I laughed much yesterday while listening to your laughing because someone sneezed in the coffee shop, and everyone was scared." Yeah, it's just still, I still find it quite funny. Yeah, like and here's a person who's thinking about um, opportunities during the crisis in value. In value investing, this is a good time to buy a great company in the stock market. Yeah, maybe. How are stocks doing? Let's take a look. Uh, well, yesterday was up. I don't know, today might go down again, but whatever. Do you recommend traveling now, says, asks Ruslan. Well, I, you probably get some great deals you probably get some really good deals right now maybe might be a good time to buy tickets now for maybe one or two months from now like, like travel in May or June because like I said I flu season in general pretty much ends in the summertime so you probably could get some fantastic deals on flights and hotels uh, but if you just want to be extra safe wait until like May or June to actually travel in hot places so you could maybe get some fantastic deals right now Brahim says in this tough situation like Bilbo we have to keep going not be afraid be careful be quiet and live normally well said Zohair also has a nice way to say this says pain causes tunnel vision right fear especially calm acceptance of danger allows us to more easily assess the situation and see the options well said (laughs) there you go Fabiano says when I get nervous I like to drink a cold beer or a good wine sit back and relax drink a Corona beer and relax right Sarah says my kids are so excited about this situation because they don't go to school yeah my my little nephew and niece are super excited too they're having a great time do you, you say jump to the bo- Fernanda hey Fernanda uh, do you say jump to the bottom is that an idiom what does that mean jump to the bottom I don't think so Race to the bottom is an idiom. Race to the bottom. A race to the bottom means like... Um, several people or companies trying to... Uh, like, for example, if you had companies cutting prices and then they the other company cuts prices and the other one has to cut prices more and they're all racing to the bottom, right? They're racing to the bottom, the l- super low price. has kind of a little bit of a negative idea that... Uh, that it's you're racing to like the worst thing but jump to the bottom I don't think that's I've never heard that idiom Okay, a couple more and then we'll be going. Someone's asking, where do I live in Japan? I live in Osaka. Yeah, I agree with Silva here. We need to lift, be lifted in God's hands, because He knows the future. We don't need to be afraid. Just keep the faith. Do not believe in all the me- in all that the media says. Yes, indeed. Well said. I agree. Do my kids look Japanese or American? One looks uh, the kind, you know, half. But uh, one probably looks a little more American. The other one maybe look a little more Asian. It's hard to tell. They're babies, you know. (laughs) Oh, Russon, you're driving through Indiana because you're a truck driver. Ah, yeah. So my mom's side of the family, my sister, my mom, uh, all my, you know, most of my extended family, really, because that's the large family. My dad's family is not so, is kind of very small, but my mom's family is fairly big and they all live south of Indianapolis. Hey, Rasha, good to see you. Yeah, like, like Adikari says, right now I'd recommend visiting Thailand because it's very cheap. Exactly, you could go to Thailand, especially a country like that where it's hot. And I mean, next April is, this, is the hot season, Songkran. You could go to Songkran Festival, which is a wonderful experience in Thailand. It's a really fun Songkran Festival. It's in, I think it's in April this year. It's, I can't, I, I think it's, like, I, don't, I don't remember, but it's around that time. It's in the hot, hot season there's not going to be any flu virus I don't think in the hot season of Thailand <laughs> super hot um so you could go down there and get probably great deals you could probably stay in some you know pretty nice hotels for a cheap price you know and uh I imagine all the flights are going to be cheaper. I don't know, but do some research online. I was looking at flights to America or uh, my mom might visit here again. So we're looking, maybe going to buy her ticket soon because uh, the airline prices are dropping. Okay, a couple more. The kids are gaining weight because they can't go out these days. So we'll send them outside. They can go outside. It's safe to be outdoors. Play outdoors. Get out there. All the Japanese kids are running around outside now. Oh, get to the bottom of something. What was it? Ray, jump to the bottom. Ah, get to the bottom. Is That's right. Yusuf says, this is another idiom. That's correct, Yusuf. I forgot about that. Get to the bottom. So not jump. Get. So there's race to the bottom. This is probably the more common idiom using bottom, which is get to the bottom of something. Yusuf is correct. It means to discover the real reason. Sometimes maybe it's a hidden reason, right? But you find what, what's the real reason, the real cause. Get to the bottom of it. Correct. Thanks. Investigators are trying to get to the bottom of what went wrong. Exactly right. Thanks, Yusuf. That's correct. I forgot about that. <laughs> maybe that's the one that uh, Fernanda was asking about. people just uh, One second, guys. Exactly right. Thank Okay. one more and then I'm time to go thank you okay we'll say osama says listening to your book club gives me peace there you go we'll take that as a last bit of advice reading books it's a great opportunity now to read some books and indeed it kind of takes your mind away to something else you can learn some nice information if you read a book in english you're also learning and practicing your english win 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 it's great lots of benefits you know get get cody lundin's books you could read if you're motivated right now about survival and disaster these topics it would be a great opportunity to learn more about it why not right i kind of it's been interesting for me i went back i had these books for a while but i've reread them i read them again uh during this coronavirus stuff and kind of remembered some things. Oh, yeah, yeah, we should be ready. And for me, honestly, I'm not worried about coronavirus, but for me, a bigger worry for me is our earthquakes because those do happen in Japan, as you know, and there have been some big ones, right? There was the big one at Fukushima, of course, a few years ago. I don't remember when, but many years before that, there was a big one in Kobe and Kobe is not far from here. Uh, So, That one, that's far more scary to me than the coronavirus is the possibility of an earthquake because there's no warning, obviously, for an earthquake. So this coronavirus thing, it reminded me to think about survival and disaster preparation. I reread these books and we actually, you know, we stocked up. We we went out and bought food and we've got like three months of supplies for everything now maybe even more uh, so now I'm it also helps me just feel more relaxed about just general disaster situations like an earthquake now I know oh we're ready we're okay now so uh, yeah and you could read those these books are in English Cody Lundin's books are are obviously there he's American so Books are written in English. You could find some websites. There are also a lot of free websites and YouTube videos on the topic of survival and disaster preparation. There are hundreds and probably thousands of websites, YouTube channels, podcasts, all these things. So, if you're interested in this, kind of use it as an opportunity to uh, read and listen, and you know practice your English in this area. It's an opportunity to learn some new things. Why not? <laughs> Okay then, well, as always, go to my website, EffortlessEnglishClub.com. That's where you join my VIP program and you will speak English fluently. You speak English powerfully. You speak English effortlessly. When you commit to my VIP program, commit at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Go there now, EffortlessEnglishClub.com. See you next time.